Hello, my name's Tracy Finlay. Welcome to EQ Your Business. In this series, I'll take you on a journey where you, your customers, your people and your business can get great results by making some simple changes in perspective. Through clever use of emotional intelligence, it's possible to change behaviours, get the results you want and overcome the frustrations that so many people feel when dealing with customers and staff. It's all about the win-win. The lack of quality leadership is something that's really, really been bothering me over the last few years. For me, even if poor leaders only made up 10% of the total, well, that's still way too many. And the reality is the percentage is, is really much higher than that. Not only is good leadership one of the most important things for the ongoing success of an organisation, it also massively impacts the happiness, anxiety levels and home life of its employees. Now that's a really big deal and that's why I'm determined to keep looking at ways to help businesses make leadership better for everyone. Yes, poor leaders can get great stuff done, but they're depriving businesses and their people of motivation, inspiration and long-term growth. You see, so many leaders have great skills in things like strategy, driving efficiencies, program management and large-scale implementations. But these skills are often not backed up with the ability to effectively lead and motivate their teams. And you know what? That's a tragedy. I've seen leaders with um, great skills in these areas who are unapproachable, they're moody, blaming, impatient and quite often distant. Uh, some don't trust their teams. Some shame their staff if they fail. Some are fluffy about what they actually want everyone to achieve. Um, and disorganised, and some are, well, some are downright toxic. And you know what? I've also seen, uh, and you'd have seen managers like this many a time, who are everyone's friend, they're a brilliant laugh, and a shoulder to cry on. But many of these aren't effectively developing and motivating their people in the right way, in a way that makes the people better, makes the people massively involved in the big decisions, um, they're just kind of fun to be around. But when I research and test people-based solutions, I always, always look for the win-win. I know that if I find that, then getting really, really good results is so much more straightforward. That's because everyone gets it. They're behind it and the solution really, really lasts because everybody can see how it benefits them. When I looked for a solution to the fact that too many poor leaders were thriving, I stripped the problem right back to what lies right at the core. For me, the issue lies with the way businesses define and describe the role of the leader that they believe they want. So let me explain. If you look at the way pretty much all leadership roles are defined by the businesses who employ them, 
It's really clear that the actual leadership element of their role sits way down the list of requirements. That means that ineffective leaders are, in fact, pretty much delivering broadly as instructed. They're satisfying the key needs of the original job ad, the needs of their job description and the primary needs of their bonus scheme. Okay, their staff might be a bit demotivated and quite a few of them may be pretty anxious and stressed out. It's probably something that the business is keeping their eye on, but the work gets done and the leader is delivering on their KPIs. So what's the issue? Well... For a start, good productivity delivered by a poor leader isn't sustainable. Talented people don't stay under a poor leader for long. Genuinely talented people. Great talent often goes undiscovered because they're never given the opportunity to really rise. And everyone involved has to work much harder under more stress to get good results. That's because the leader, a poor leader's never really creating the right environment for people to shine. Simon Sinek, in his brilliant book, The Infinite Game, summed it up perfectly for me when he said, leaders are not responsible for the results. Leaders are responsible for the people who are responsible for the results. And you know what? That is so true. When you look at most leadership job ads and role profiles, the clear message is that they must drive outcomes and deliver action. Now, this positioning of the role suggests that success is the prize of the person heading up the team, which effectively leaves their staff acting as foot soldiers whose job it is to make their boss look good. Over time... This approach leaves employees feeling unfulfilled and broadly disenchanted. I think it's time to turn traditional management hierarchy on its head. Now, the way a business hierarchy generally works goes something like the leaders instruct the managers, the managers instruct the team leaders, and the team leaders instruct their staff. But I believe that this approach is now outdated and it can be damaging to cultures. I think it's time that this thinking is challenged. And the core to this is changing what businesses value most in their leaders. The thing they put at the centre of what success looks like. Now, the approach to traditional role profiles and job descriptions for leaders and managers generally centres around things like deliver the strategy, drive efficiencies and deliver financial performance targets. Now, I am not disputing that these things should be in a job description because they are crucial. But I don't think that they should centre around these things. It's the way in which this is presented and the priority given to these outcomes suggests that it's the person heading up the team that makes success happen. Now, I love to watch outliers, and I'm intrigued when I see young people, those who, well, they couldn't have been in their career for more than five years. Um, I love to watch them delivering keynote speeches and appearing on the front of business magazines. Uh, I see them disrupting industries, doing amazing things, and being globally recognised for their insights and success. 
Now, the thing that really excites me about this is that I see that they've shot to success in a short space of time because they happened to be part of an open-minded, inspirational startup just a short while ago and were free from the shackles of hierarchy and traditional thinking. Because I think there are so many opportunities um, if businesses just took on the same thinking of these wonderful startups. Now, these people would have been in an environment where they had a voice and a strong sense of purpose. They would have felt heard and valued for their contribution, and they wouldn't need permission to join in the conversation and come up with ideas at the very top level. My belief is that so many businesses have these same incredible people with the same abilities, but their environment is stopping them from shining and their skills stay locked away. I think that if we turn the role of leadership upside down, then these brilliant people, and I'm, I'm, I just want to be clear here, I'm talking about people of any age, but these great people will start to emerge and contribute to the big decisions. And that can only be a good thing for everyone. For me, businesses should reposition their leaders' roles so that the key skills needed are, well, they're twofold, really. One is the ability to skillfully translate the strategy into clearly defined outcomes, and that is a skill. And also the ability to develop, inspire and support their people to achieve them. Shouldn't a leader's core purpose be to make their people shine so that it's their people who deliver the outcomes and not the leader? Now, I know as well as many that that requires putting egos aside. Um, but do you know what? If you make a team look amazing, then that, it doesn't, it, nothing makes you feel better. It's the most amazing thing for me. It's time to rethink the way businesses define the role of leaders and reposition job descriptions, objectives and bonuses so that they drive results via the people and not from them. So let's look at how this might be positioned in a job description and what the, the key ingredients would be. Firstly, the strategy must be translated into clearly defined outcomes for everyone. And to be clear, these are outcomes, not tasks. That's a massive mistake that so many businesses make. Motivate your team isn't an outcome. Review the transaction process isn't an outcome. Everyone must understand and agree what success looks like. Secondly, a leader must have a clear set of values and a keen eye on behaviours. Poor behaviour is often overlooked because too many leaders don't know how to deal with it. Poor behaviours, driven by damaging beliefs, have a devastating effect on success. Success and enjoyment and motivation and growth and so much more, so it should never be tolerated. Expectations outlining the way everyone needs to behave, driven by clear values, must be embedded from the outset, I've seen the damage that one or two people with a poor attitude can have on an entire team. It's unbelievable. Don't tolerate it. Everyone gives away their beliefs constantly in the way they speak and behave. 
you just have to have a keen ear to uh, listen to what's, uh, what their beliefs are. A good leader has a strong radar for this and they're able to confidently challenge and provide support where they spot damaging beliefs. Finally, trust. Once they're clear about the outcomes, a good leader starts with trust and gives their people the autonomy they need to shine in their own right. If a member of their team is struggling, great dialogue and trust gets things moving quickly back on track to get the right results for everyone. It's a clear, clear win-win. Again, Simon Sinek said, when leaders are willing to prioritise trust over performance, performance almost always follows. However, when leaders have a laser focus on performance above all else, the culture inevitably suffers. Great leaders are genuinely there for their people. So businesses need to make people-first leadership a must. Till the next time, I'm Tracy Finley.